All right, everybody, welcome back to Ducks and Pucks. This is your host, Mike Walters, along with my co-host, Eddie Jones. We were off for a week. Uh, I was out of town, so we're back uh, for some recap. We're going to go over the uh, preseason, how the Ducks looked, um, some roster news, some injuries, um, some comments that uh, Getzloff has made about uh, Temu, and a few other uh, news out there in the NHL. First off, we're going to start off with the uh, preseason um, recap, Eddie. Uh, Ducks, you know, came out, won the first couple games um, against Colorado, then lost some, and then won last night. Uh, what's your impression of the Ducks uh, this far in the uh, preseason? Yeah, um, I haven't been able to watch any of the games there because uh, they don't really – the game center here doesn't stream up here. But uh, I've kind of followed them on my phone, which is obviously not the same. But, yeah, they looked, they looked really strong against Colorado. Um, and then they kind of trailed off, uh, you know, losing 4 nothing to Arizona, a shootout loss to L.A., losing to San Jose, and then losing to L.A. again. Um, but you know it's not too worrying. Uh, it's just the preseason. You know it's not the, the full complete roster. Uh, you know in the earlier games you get more of the young guys playing, and then like last night you get you get sort of close to what the opening lineup's going to look like. And uh, we ended up you know pushing late last night and winning. So I, I don't I don't see any um, issues to really you know take into the season. It's just preseason. Uh, we could have had a better one, but really you know three wins. Uh, you know, three losses and overtime losses is it terrible? Yeah, I, I agree, Eddie. You know, the Ducks uh, started out strong and uh, you know had a little bit of an off period in the middle there, and then uh, finished up really well. Uh, some of the concerns I've gotten from the fans uh, have been mainly the uh, power play. You know, uh, obviously the Ducks they uh, won last night on Perry's goal in the uh, power play. But, you know, throughout most of the uh, preseason games, um, the Ducks power play has been, you know, a little bit off. You think that's something that uh, the Ducks fans should worry about, you know, starting uh, this week as we uh, travel to Pittsburgh? Um, I think in the preseason, I don't really uh, exactly know because I didn't get to watch them uh, who played on the power play. Now, if it's the regulars who, you know, you see all the time that we're going to see, like Perry uh, Getzlaff. Uh, Kessler, you know, possibly Heatley, guys like that. If if and and Fowler and Vaughn, and if they were all on the power play for most of the chances we got, then I think maybe we should be a bit worried. But I I'm pretty sure that that wasn't the case, and we probably played a lot of you know rookies on there. You know, Carlson, Raquel, Edom, they probably all got chances on the power play. Uh, so I I don't see it being a big problem. I think we should maybe you know wait like uh you know two or three games into the season. You know, maybe even five to see. See how many power play chances we have then, and see how well it's it's clicking. You know, especially against some good uh, penalty killing teams too, like the Penguins. Yeah, definitely, Eddie. I mean, the uh, power play was a mix. It depended on what the lineup was. Like in the Colorado games, obviously that was the same day and was split squads. So you had you know some of the main guys together for one game, but not for another, and then. Um, you know, not all the preseason games are on TV over here too. So I had to either get the updates on my phone or, um, they had some live streams on the ducks website too. So I was able to watch some of it there. So I, I, I don't think the fans should worry about the power play. I know a lot of people are harping on that. Cause I know that was an issue for us, especially, uh, you know, in the playoffs last year, because we had games where it was fantastic and then games where it was not so great. But, um, I think we just got to wait it out. Like you said, um, we're going to be doing recaps every week of the Ducks games coming up this season. And I think each week we can um, kind of analyze it, go through that week's games. And like you said, you know, take maybe the three, four games that they play in a week, analyze it week by week and uh, go from there. 
Um, another issue that came up that some of the people have brought up too, as well as some people were upset, um, like, like you mentioned, when we lost, uh, Arizona, we lost four, nothing, uh, Gibson was in net and didn't play as well in some of the games. Um, what do you think, Eddie, as far as, uh, Gibson's play? I know you didn't get to watch anything, but do you think that's a concern too? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Freddie's going to start. We we've talked about that before, but do you think we should worry about Gibson at all? Uh, no, he's got a rotating decoy in front of him. You know, every night there's a di- there could be a different pairing in front of him. He's got to organize everybody, get used to how he, some of these guys he, he hasn't really played with, um, you know, that often. And got guys like Theodore uh, and, and Manson who just got sent down. So, you know, he's playing with a lot of younger guys. Um, Like I said, I think, you know, a couple, three or four starts into the season, see how he's doing. Um, I'm I'm not too worried. You know, he showed he can, he can play at the NHL level at the end of last season. So, um, I don't think anybody should be worried about a couple preseason games where he he's not doing you know too great. So um, I, we we should wait and and if he's doing it into the season, then everybody can start to panic. But but right now uh, it, it's not too much of a worry to me. Yeah, I agree. I think some of the concerns some of the hands have right now is is they should just be put on hold. Um, and, and like we said, you know, we'll analyze it week by week on the podcast, and we can talk about it and um, take people's questions and whatnot like we had and uh look at that and you know moving forward the ducks they need to cut the roster down um they still have some excess players left on there you know looking on their website they've got 27 or 28 names on there um what other players do you think uh are probably on the chopping block eddie as they move down to try to get the 23-man roster yeah they need to uh it looks like they need to make four more cuts they've reduced the roster to 27 uh, so there, there's some names that, that stand out, like, uh, Shea Theodore is obviously going to be sent down back, uh, you know, to either the AHL to, to junior in Seattle. Um, they still have Surrey's name on there, but I believe he's not part of the roster. Um, I think either one of Fistrick or Allen, um, if they, they don't get traded before the beginning of the season, then one of them is going to be sent down. Um, that's two. Then we have Jason LaBarbera, because um, you know um, Bob Murray has come out and said that Anderson and Gibson are going to be the two guys he's starting, so LaBarbera will be sent down as well. And then it really comes down to, I believe Tim Jackman is probably going to be the this healthy scratch each night, unless uh, and it's going to be one of William Carlson or, or Ricard Raquel who gets sent down. Um, you know, I haven't unfortunately haven't been able to see. Um, how they've been doing. I've heard William Carlson has been doing well, and that's probably why he's still up here. Um, and, and, and they're really competing for that last, you know, third line, fourth line center spot. So um, one of them will stay up, I believe, and, and one of them will go down unless they decide to keep them both up and, and you know, send Tim Jackman down. But um, I, I think it's more realistic to send one of the centers down. No, I agree with you, Eddie, uh, on the, all the names that you mentioned. Um, pretty much Theodore and LaBarbera are going to go down. Uh, Surrey, yeah, I don't know why he's still listed on there. He's pretty much done. Um, that's what we heard. We reported that a couple weeks ago on the podcast. Uh, and like you said, Allen or Fistrick, um either be a healthy scratch rotating in or have to be sent down, um, depending on the numbers. Like you said, if they – decide with Carlson to stay up or down uh, as opposed to Raquel. I, I think it's going to be between those two, and I think it's pretty close. I mean, Carlson's played pretty well from, you know, the couple games that I could watch uh, since they weren't all on the television as well. Uh, I, I still, I think I'm going to lean towards Raquel and think that he makes it and Carlson goes down, but um, it, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not that great of a difference. I mean, Carlson's played pretty, pretty well, so I wouldn't be 
too surprised if he did stay up there. Um, but I still think Raquel makes it. Um, and other news too, the, you know, the Ducks sustained some injuries too in the preseason, which have caused concern, uh, with Heatley, Palmieri, and then, uh, Fowler recently in practice. Um, what do you think about the injuries, Eddie? Yeah. Um, they don't seem to be too serious. Uh, Palmieri, I haven't heard much about lately. I know, um, Heatley's out with a groin and, and he's coming on to the, he's on the season starting road trip. And, uh, so is Fowler. So it, that's a good sign that they're going to be, um, on the road trip. Uh, so it, um, you know, they, if they don't play game one, uh, game two is probably more likely. Um, but with the, with Paul Mary, I haven't heard much. Um, I haven't heard, uh, how his injury is going. I don't think it was too serious. Um, you know, it's not like something like Jordan Stahl where he's out for a month. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm not too worried. Um, it would be nice for them to play in game one. I'd love to see Fowler start game one and Danny Heatley get going strong on, on the first line. Uh, but if he's out, you know, Maroon will step in. Uh, they'll, they'll bring in one of, you know, Allen or Fistrick to fill Fowler's spot. And, uh, you know, Palmieri spot will probably get filled by Tim Jackman. So, you know, if all three of them are out, we have some guys who can come in, uh, you know, not as good, but we have guys to replace them at least. Yeah, it seems like the word from the Ducks is that all three of them should be ready to go for the uh, you know season opener uh, coming up this Thursday on the road at Pittsburgh. So hopefully they'll all be in there. Um, if for some reason Heatley's not in there, um, I can kind of see uh, Maroon being up on the top line. They had him up there on the preseason, so that might be something to watch out for as far as what the top line might look like um, if for some reason Heatley's not able to go in that first game against Pittsburgh. Well, like you said, um, you know, they plan for him to go on that four-game trip and make it. So I, I think we should be good as far as, you know, the injury uh, news. Uh, Palmieri, I know, was uh, skating again and doing better. And then um, Fowler, I don't remember exactly uh, what happened, but they said that it was uh, some kind of a freak kind of a play or something Boudreaux had mentioned uh, in his comments to the press, but that uh, he wasn't too worried that he'd be out for a long period of time. So hopefully we're good to go, Eddie, you know, and we start that, that first game against Pittsburgh, which, you know, that's going to, that's going to be a tough one, but um, uh, it's definitely one that the Ducks can win and get going. Yeah, exactly. And, and like you said, with, uh, with Maroon, he's been skating on the, on the top line with Heatley's injury in practice. So, it looks like if Healy can't start, Maroon's going to play there. Um, and that'll be nice to see him get a chance, too, from now and then. So we know kind of now uh, more concrete with how lineups are going to gonna set up if guys get hurt. You know, it looks like uh, Healy's the number one guy that he wants on the, the first line. But if uh, Healy goes down, Maroon's there. So that looks like uh, DSP and, and a couple other, Bolesky, a couple other guys we had possibles for the first line are going to be playing on different lines. But yeah, uh, Pittsburgh's going to be a tough game. You know, we got to be ready for that one. And it would be nice to have everybody healthy for that game. Yeah, and in, um, in other news too, we had uh, you know that story that we talked about uh, with Tamu and his comments on the last podcast, which we we kind of talked at uh, for a while, but uh, it resurfaced again. I, uh, there were some comments uh, came out from the captain Getzloff that he wasn't too happy. And um, what's your take on uh, Getzloff's uh, comments? Uh, yeah, um, just in case uh, you know everybody didn't hear them, I'll, I'll read off some of the comments that uh, that he said on the Jim Rome show. So he said, um, "I was pissed off to tell you the truth. It wasn't great. I thought it was kind of unnecessary for him to come out and say something like that." And uh, that was, you know, kind of what we said when uh, when we talked about this a couple pods ago. Uh, we thought it was it was kind of unnecessary for him to say some of the things he said. 
um, in his book. Uh, Getzlaff continues, and he says, Timu doesn't know everything that goes on. He doesn't know how many times I've had conversations about him in the last two years to help him to try and get him where he wanted to be. Um, he, he continues to say, I'm the captain of the hockey team, not the captain of one player. I have to kind of weigh in where my voice is going to be heard and where it's not. There are times where I have to step away and just let our coaches and GMs make the decision and go with it. It's not really my job. So, you know, he seems to be a little put off by, by how, you know, some of the things that Solani have said, just kind of like, you know, most of the fans have been there. Uh, everybody was put off with, with the, you know, how, the, the, like the type of comments Solani put out there. And, you know, we thought they were unnecessary. He obviously echoes the same thing. Um, and um, it's kind of... It's kind of disheartening to hear this because it's obviously affected Getzlaff, and this is the one thing we didn't want to happen. We didn't want this, you know, Timo thing to affect the locker room, and, and it's obviously affected Getzlaff in a way. I think Getzlaff's a professional, so I don't think that he's going to carry this into his game, and even if, if he did, he's a good enough player that you wouldn't recognize it. Um, but, yeah, it, it's kind of it's kind of disheartening to hear, but I, I think, you know, we'll be he'll be okay going into the season. Yeah, I agree, Eddie. I'm, you know, I've already put this whole thing behind me anyways. I mean, I I not really have too much to say about the whole uh, situation. Uh, for me, I'm pretty much over it. I'm ready to go. Um, you know, I'm not really mad at Tamu. I mean, yeah, I think that maybe the timing and, and maybe some of the things could have been, you know, either said at a different time or not said at all. But, you know, I mean, he, he wrote his book and, you know, voiced his opinion. And, I mean, we see spoke the truth. You know, I, I, I give him that, even though maybe some of the comments weren't necessarily warranted. But uh, I'm ready to go. I think Getzloff will be fine. Um, you know, he's the captain. He's been the captain for several years. Um, and I agree. The captain's role is one where, you know, you, you can't run out there and um, think that you're going to run the show. You know, in, in any organization, in any sports, but even especially in hockey, you know, you have to go with the GM. You have to go with the coaching staff. And it's a joint effort. Um, and yeah, you're obviously going to voice your opinion, um, when things are, you don't like the way something's going or you do like the way something's going or whatever. Obviously the captain's going to have a louder voice and he's going to need to have that assertive role. But I think what I like about Getzloff and, and just talking about in his situation in general and other, uh, captains is you got to know your boundaries, Eddie, you know, you got to know when to, uh, you know, put up something and discuss it with the coaches. And then there's other times that you need to just shut up and play. And that's, you know, that's what you got to do. And I think, um, I, I think Getzloff's, you know, a professional at, at, at it at all those aspects, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Getzloff, uh, obviously said that, you know, it was, it was unnecessary. And, and, you know, I, I've, like you said, I put this behind me and I haven't really thought about this Solani thing since we talked about it on the podcast last um, which I'm happy about. I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it, so it looks like everybody's put it behind them. And I hope they, these uh, these Getzlaff things um, with his comments about Solani, um, ha- you know, don't bring this back. But I, I don't think it has. I hasn't I haven't seen much, um, you know, backlash from from Getzlaff saying that he was pissed off about it. So I'm hoping this, you know, kind of puts it away and we can get to the start of the season uh, with with this behind us. Yeah, definitely. I think we'll be fine going forward. Uh, I like Getzloff uh, in the captain position. I think his roles, you know, the way he's done it is the way that captains should uh, run a team, uh, you know, in any sport, really, but especially in hockey. 
Um, any other uh, concerns going forward with the Ducks? Uh, I know we'll we'll talk about everything uh, week by week, Eddie. But is there anything that you think that the fans should watch? You know, um, for me, I, I think Heatley's one thing. He comes out, you know, in the first uh, preseason game and scores, and like I I forget how many seconds it was like within the first minute. But uh, is there any players that you think uh, the Ducks should watch or any line combination or any aspect of the game that uh, we should focus on? I think just the, the, you know, if there's anything that, yeah, I guess not really worries me, but, you know, that's that's a little bit of a of a soft spot going into the season that we don't know exactly how it's going to pan out. Like, we know how Getzloff's going to do. We know how Perry's going to do, barring injury. Um, but, you know, in goal, Anderson and Gibson, you know, we've had a small sample size of them, how they're going to do as, as co-starters or as Anderson's a starter and Gibson playing about 30 games. Um, we've got to see if, if they can hold up doing that. Um, also, you know, Hampus Lindholm's second season, if he can if he can step up or do just as good as he did last year. And also the, a lot of the younger guys who are going to get a first full season, Emerson Edom, uh, Devonte Smith, Pelly, and and uh, either uh, William Carlson or, or Ricard Raquel, seeing who makes the team. So it's mostly just seeing if the if the young guys can step up and and fill the holes left by uh, Timu and, and Saku and and um, left you know by the trades of Benino and and Perot and um, with Hiller leaving too. Just seeing if the, if they if we have the right guys to fill the holes and and you know improve or do the same as we did on uh, last season. <clears throat> Yeah, I agree, Eddie. I, the aspect that I think that the fans should watch, number one, um, I know, like we mentioned before earlier, was the power play and the goalie situation. But uh, for me, it's the face-offs. And that's what we got to watch, game one against Pittsburgh and then the other uh, two, three games on the road and see how the face-offs go. And I, I'm just, this is just me making a prediction. Not I usually don't do this, but if the Ducks – win the face-off battle, and I don't mean by one or two face-offs, but if they, you know, win it by a, a substantial margin, I think the Ducks have a great chance to win, start, you know, winning all the games. I mean, um, we talked about it last year, how the Ducks didn't win as many face-offs, and they were still winning games. So for me, I think if the Ducks even win more face-offs, I think the power play is going to go up, and... Um, I think they're going to be able to draw more penalties against the other team because they're going to win, you know, sustain more offensive pressure. And um, it's going to overall be the key, I think, to the Ducks winning because, you know, the biggest things that um, people say in general just out there was that, you know, the Ducks aren't a puck possession team. And that was, you know, losing the faceoffs was a big part of that because you lose it, now you're chasing the puck, you got to change the lines, do whatever you got to do to go back and, and uh, reset the team and get the puck back. So for me, I think that's my that's my number one um, key, Eddie. Yeah, and I, I kind of agree with that too. I, there wasn't much we really had to improve on last year. You know, arguably the power play would be one area and uh, face-offs would be the other. Um, but other than that, you know, we were scoring goals. Uh, we weren't conceding a ton of goals, um, you know, in, in NHL standards. So I think – Bringing Kessler, bringing Thompson, and, and promoting Raquel and, and or Carlson um, will definitely help. And it, we've already seen it in preseason when a lot of these guys have started that we've been winning a lot more faceoffs. We, you know, we did when we in the game we played against LA and we lost. Uh, we we out, you know, we outdone them in the faceoff. We had 56 percent, which is a, a very good number, especially against a team like LA. And they were starting guys like uh, Cope, I mean, I Carter and and Richard. So. 
I think yeah, yeah, I think you're right in that aspect. I think you know if we uh, if we improved on the faceoff, which it looks like we have, and we can bring that into the season, and um, hopefully improve in our power play as well. Um, I think we we can be even better than we were last year, um, which will be needed, especially in, in in such a tough Western Conference. Yeah, and we've talked about this too. The Western Conference has just gotten that much stronger, especially at the center position. I think that's what you know Murray, <clears throat> excuse me, what Murray and. Uh, Boudreaux, you know, realized, and that's why they went out and got more centers and getting Thompson and Kessler, you know, to fill those holes with uh, Koibu being gone and Perot being gone, as you mentioned. So I think the center spot, obviously, um, you know, because it go, ties into the faceoffs, is a, is a key for the uh, fans to watch too, watch how the Ducks um, do. I think it'll be improved on the power play. We talked about this too, Eddie, on the uh, first unit. You know, there's a good chance that um, I, I think you and I may maybe disagreed on this, but there could be uh, Kessler on the first line with uh, Getzloff and Perry uh, taking the faceoffs, or you know, I, I think another uh, um, alternative that you had mentioned is you know even Kessler on the second unit. So either way, I think we've uh, improved on the power play in that regard, Eddie. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, with the kind of one more thing uh, that's coming out in the news for the Ducks is. Uh, is Hillary Knight, uh, for, you know, for U.S. Olympic women's hockey player, was uh, practicing with the Ducks, um, I believe, on Friday, and it it kind of generated a lot of news, and it was nice to see a lot of um, young, you know, girls who are coming out to watch and uh, you know getting interested in hockey and and getting interested in the Ducks. Uh, what do you think about um, Hillary Knight practicing with the Ducks and how it's going to affect uh, women's hockey in in California? Well, I think it's important, you know. Um like what the NFL's doing, you know, they always do in October, they have breast cancer awareness and they, you know, have the different uh, items that are in pink that help out um, raise money <clears throat> and awareness. So I think having her come out to practice, you know, being the Olympic athlete that she is and doing that is um, great because hockey, you know, we need to appeal to female fans as well. You know, there's a lot of female fans. My wife's a big Ducks fan. You know, she she loves the Ducks. Um, my uh, aunt's a big Ducks fan. My niece, you know, there's a, a lot of females in my family that are big Ducks fans. And I know we've got a couple writers, too, that are females that are um, big fans as well. So I think it's overall, it's a very, very good thing to do. Um, I know in the past, too, the Ducks have um, even had uh, events where they had like a ladies night at the Ducks games and they had, you know, ticket deals and offers and things like that. And I think that any organization um, and actually any sport, I mean, it could be baseball, basketball, you know, football, but obviously hockey, because that's what we're talking about. It's it's a smart thing to do because, you know, Eddie, I mean, let's let's face it, half the world is female half the world's male i mean you you can't yeah. cut out half the half of the population yeah and um there was one some news that popped up yesterday i think it was from an interview either with with her or with Boudreaux is uh she's next uh it's, since preseason's winding up this year it looks like next year but she's going to be trying to push to play in in a preseason game uh with with one of the nhl teams uh and, uh, you know, obviously she wants to make a push to, to play in the NHL, but, you know, she'd be one of, I think, only a few who've actually played in a, in a preseason game, a few women who've played in a preseason game in the NHL. Uh, do you think it's a good idea, or do you think it's not such a good idea uh, for her to maybe participate in a preseason game and, and push for, you know, a bottom, eventually a bottom roster spot in the NHL? You know, I don't have a problem with it. I'm, I'm 
sure there's maybe some people out there that are saying, well, you know, women aren't the same as men and yada, yada, yada. And that, that's fine. But I don't really have a problem with their playing in preseason. I remember there was, I can't remember the person's name right now, but there was a female goalie. Yeah, that had, I uh, think it's Megan Ramon. Ramon. I, I, I know who you're talking yeah. about with Tampa Bay, though. Right. I can't remember. You know, and I don't have a problem with it. Um, you know, I, I played uh, semi-pro uh, football, and we had a female that came and played in a few of the games. She played wide receiver, and she, she didn't have a problem. She could take a hit like any other guy. So, you know, if they can play, then I say let them play. I, I don't have a problem with it. What do you think, Eddie? Yeah, if, if uh, she's built, you know, strong enough and she can take a hit, there's no reason I don't think why she should be able to play. If she And, and like I feel like if she has the skills to play and she's not just playing – you know, for publicity, like not in her aspect, but for the team, if if they put her on the team because she's better than somebody else on that roster, then I think she should be able to make the team, um, as long as you know she's she's fit enough that that she can't get hurt. And we've seen she, from Hillary Knight before, in um in the Olympic hockey and and even at this practice that she seems like she, she could just step right in and, and be one of the guys, but. I think it, it'll take some time, and, and a lot of people, like you said, are, are not really for the idea. So it would um, it would be it would take a, a pretty brave NHL team to to you know agree with that. But I think it would it be you know it'd be taken pretty well by by most fans, and it, it would be it'd be really cool to see. But I I don't know how long we'd have to wait for for something like that to to actually happen. Yeah, like you said, Eddie, I don't know the time frame on that. Like you know, like we've said, there's been a couple other uh, ladies that have tried that before, so I'm not really sure, you know, how, how the league – I don't think the league's come out, not to my knowledge, um, you know, one way or another. So I think it's just something we just kind of monitor and uh, see what happens going forward. Yeah, and um, that's pretty much for the for the Ducks news. Uh, we got a couple – or really only one big big story in the, in the NHL uh, – around the Islanders with, uh, you know, being the beneficiaries of teams having to cut back on the salary. Uh, the Islanders picked up Johnny Boychuk and Nick Letty in, in trades yesterday, um, giving up uh, TJ Brennan, Vili Paca, and uh, Anders Nielsen for, uh, I believe, for Nick Letty and, and two second-rounders and a conditional third for Johnny Boychuk. Um, so it looks like the Islanders are, are actually filling uh, spots where they, they, you know, on defense where they need. Uh, how do you think they're going to stack up this year in, in a, you know, a relatively weaker Eastern Conference, but a team that that didn't make the playoffs last year? Yeah, what what are, in our preseason, Eddie? Where do we have them? Do we have them as like ninth or tenth? I believe we had them as tenth or eleventh. Um, Somewhere in there, Toronto was ninth. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think, I mean, those are two really, really good moves. Um, I think that it definitely makes the Islanders a, a playoff contention team. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to put them, you know, up there in one, two, or three. But uh, I, th I think, Eddie, they'll definitely, you know, fight it out with, you know, teams like Detroit for that the eighth or seventh spot. What do you think? Yeah, and I, I think they really have to, too. Um, they've given up a lot, um, and they don't they don't have a lot in, in draft picks-wise, uh next season they've they don't have a first they don't have a second and i've been told by an islanders fan they don't have a third either so um they've got to make the playoffs and and they have obviously shown that you know with a push to pick up these two players uh they're the beneficiaries like i said of of teams needing to to you know get under the cap uh, i think nick Letty's a great young defenseman uh johnny boychuk's been there done that so he's going to help them there having john Tavares back you know healthy for a full season um, it's going to be good for them too. So I think you know, with they've made the playoffs with a worse team, um, 
but I think they can they can actually make the playoffs with with a better defense like this. So they've got you know a guy like Johnny Boychuk who's gonna help out Nick Letty and Travis Hamannick and and uh, and Nick Letty if he had, comes out and has a great offensive season for them you know 30 40 points um, and and John Tavares does what he can do. I think there's no question that they can you know slip in in sixth or seventh in um, in in the uh, Eastern Conference. Yeah, I agree. I think they got a lot stronger uh, with those two additions moving forward, and uh, definitely going to you know pay a little bit more closer attention to the the, the team this year. Um, I, I think they'll make the playoffs um, after those moves for sure. Um, you know, and. Uh, Basically, going forward, um, so everybody knows, we're gonna each week we're gonna preview and recap um, the games. Um, obviously, coming up this week, uh, the Ducks only have two games. Uh, they've got the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins on the ninth uh, on the road on Thursday, and then they're gonna come uh, to Detroit on Saturday. Um, any predictions, Eddie, on those two games as we uh, kind of look for the first week of the season to start here? Uh, I think they're going to be tough. Um, Pittsburgh's going to be a real challenge. Um, but they've got the new coach, uh, the new GM, I believe, as well. So we're going to have to – I don't think the GM's really going to affect how they do, but the new, how the new coach you know, deals with Crosby and Malkin. And it looks like, you know, even though Crosby and Malkin didn't play much in the preseason, just with some nagging small injuries, it looks like they're going to both start – um, and, you know, new guy Patrick Hornquist, they've got Latang back, they've got uh, Fleury, you know, usually does well in the season. I, I think the Penguins game is going to be a hard one, especially on the road, and, and, and obviously the, the Detroit one is going to be hard too. I think we can pick up wins, um, but we have to be pretty solid. Uh, I'm not. I'm more afraid of Pittsburgh than I am of Detroit, but you can't sleep on Detroit when, when both Datsuk and I believe Zetterberg are both back healthy. Uh, so they're going to be some tough games, and hopefully we can start the season two and zero. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the Ducks come out of those two probably. I, I want them to come out two and zero, but I, I I wouldn't be surprised if it's one and one, uh, like you said. I mean, Pittsburgh is going to be tough, but you know Detroit's tough too. They always play the Ducks tough, and we know that. Um, and then you know going uh, in the at the tail end of the road trip. The Ducks play Buffalo and Philly back to back on the road. So this road trip is it's going to be interesting. I I think the Ducks can win three out of four total uh, on this road trip, but I think it's it's going to be tough. And um, if the Ducks come out two and two, I don't think the fans should be too surprised. Um, my reasoning for that is because you got Buffalo and Philly back to back, you know Monday Tuesday. Uh, so you've got you know four games right there in a period of six days to start it off on the road. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's not an easy schedule the ducks got uh, off the bat, you know? And um, I mean, I think, you know, Buffalo, we we should be able to take them out, but don't overlook them. And then Philly, Philly's a tough team too, Eddie. So, I mean, I'd be happy with three out of four on this trip. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would be too. And I think that's realistic. I think we should be beating Detroit. We should be beating Buffalo. And I think, we should be beating Philly too. I I, I don't believe uh, Steve Mason will be having. We mentioned this in our you know our our predictions for the season. I don't think Steve Mason is is going to have as as great of a season as he did last year or um, with Philly. So I think we should be winning that game. Um, but they're going to be all tough, and and even the Buffalo game is going to be tough too. Um, you know teams like Calgary last year. 
uh, near the end of the season. Uh, they were a bad team out of the playoffs, but they, you know they were pesky to play, and they put up. I think it, they they put up like six or seven on us. So you got to watch for those uh, teams that aren't, aren't supposed to do a lot. Uh, Buffalo's made a lot of additions. Um, no no Ryan Miller, so you know that's an advantage for us. But you know we, we got to come out. We got we got to play every team uh, strong, same way, and and hope that we can. We can come out with uh, you know above 500 average um, in the in the road trip and and have a good uh, good start to our our home series as well. Yeah, I agree. I think moving forward, that's that's the way it's going to have to be. And I think uh, just can't wait to get this uh, going. You know, we've been waiting for October, and now it's here. Preseason's over, um, so it's something to look forward to. And like I told everybody, we'll be. Um, each week going over the games um, we'll preview them a little bit and then we'll recap um, what we like didn't like um, still be taking fan questions um, some other updates on the website um, adding some new categories on there for everybody we've got some articles coming out on um, fantasy hockey so there I know there's um, some of our writers um, went over with Danny who we had on uh, earlier they uh, started the fantasy hockey league on their uh, New York Rangers um, website that uh, she has her blog that she runs for the for new york so there's some of our writers and, and their writers and then some other people in that league and the rest of you that are out there in your own separate leagues will have info on that for you uh, a couple articles will be coming out this week um also there's um tickets up there that are for sale uh, i was able to get some more tickets this season uh, from other family members and whatnot. And I'm just uh, putting them up there face value. I'm not trying to, you know, make any kind of profit or anything like that. I'm just, just trying to resell tickets um, to the games that uh, I have either extra tickets to or if there's some that I can't go to due to uh, school and other uh, family functions and things that I have going on. But I still i will make most of the home games this year. Um, and that's really it. Uh, any final thoughts, Eddie? Uh, nope, just excited for the, the season it going, and uh, if you're in a fantasy pool, pick Jamie Ben. All right, there you go. Uh, we'll see you all next week, and let's go Ducks and win the first couple games. The Anaheim Ducks are the Stanley.